This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. Sam Pittman is 21 and 21 at his time at Arkansas and 10 and 19 in SEC play. That's where things uh, sit as we uh, sit here on this uh, Monday afternoon after uh, uh, another um, uh, not great performance on Saturday against Ole Miss, particularly by the offense. Defense was fine. I don't think anybody's complaining about what Travis Williams has uh, put together on the defense side of the ball, but the offense stinks. This is the worst offensive line in the SEC, and they are not getting any better. And as accurately predicted on this program a week ago, changing it has just rearranged deck chairs on the Titanic. That's all it's done. That's all it's done. There is there is um there is no buddy to trade for. There are no free agents out there that can help right away, and there's no one on the team any better than the five guys they put out there. And that's where things sit today on uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. By the way, for those of you celebrating, congratulations! Makes sense. And happy Happy Monday, everybody. How that's we right. doing? Everybody right. good? Yes. Yeah. It was uh, it was rough. Right. It was uh, it was really really rough, but. Right. I, I, there's no, there's nothing that, there's nothing they can do. They're, they're, like you said, they're not bringing in somebody. They're not going to find somebody on the bench that's just magically going to turn this whole thing around. This is what it is. This is who they are. And you've, you've either got to, you know, fight through this and try and salvage what's left, or you can tuck tail, run, and hey, man, it's basketball season. Right. It is basketball season very soon. Yes. We will uh, hear from you on the McClarty Daniel hotline today at 866 285. Four zero zero five, and uh, we'll uh, get into all of this in the fourth quarter. In case you've forgotten, Arkansas had the ball twice. They turn it over on downs with uh, KJ sacked on fourth down, and um, then they uh, no, that's not right. That's what Mississippi did. Uh, they um, they had it. Uh, what quarter am I looking at here? I'm looking at the wrong quarter. They had two possessions in the fourth quarter. They went three and out and they threw a pick. That's what. That's happened. not great. No. But- you know, we, we talked about it last week. Like, if Mississippi's going to help you along and keep you in the game, you've got to take advantage of it. And they didn't. Ole Miss was uh, early, still Le- hung over from the lethargic. LSU game. They and, were very lethargic. Arkansas came out fairly sharp, it looked like, and then they were they did really nothing offensively for after that opening made, drive. made some adjustments, got comfortable. Arkansas never readjusted. Never There was no counter to the adjustments. And... They just shut down. What they run for? Do you have the stats on Like fifty something yards or something like that. You re you re- reshuffled the offensive line to run for fifty something yards. Yeah, I mean, but then a, they but insane. then they but then they fixed it. They went back to the old offensive line right, halftime. Right, right, right. Ask like, Kublik. He loved that. They play. have um they have no answers over there. They have none. And now they're going to keep telling us that they're going to figure this out. And I still believe they're going to win some ball games through the course of this season because the um. They play, um, well, they play their easiest game remaining next week against Mississippi State, an SEC game. Then, of course, FIU is the easiest game remaining. But um, so I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, they're going to lose out and everybody should be executed and just shut the program down or whatever. Uh, you're looking for 36, 36 Ew. rushing yards, Zachary. Yeah, 36. One a carry. 
there's absolutely nothing that you can say that's going to justify reshuffling an offensive line. Here, we've made all these changes, and then you go for 36. Right. It's embarrassing. Right. Yeah. And 14 uh, guys on the field at one time out of a timeout. Yeah. We've got an organizational issue. Right. Nine in the first half, Zach. So uh, changing the uh, offensive line back resulted in a 27 rushing yard second half. So it was much better. It was, uh, let's see, it was three times better in the second half than in the first when they had nine. (laughs) And and I know everybody's like, oh, you know, one score games, we were in the game. That's all true. But you were never a threat. It it was never, you were never in a a position where you're like, okay, they're just going to take over and be able, you were wishing and hoping. And that whole offense has got to be, it's got to be looked at from top to bottom. Well, they can't do anything now. Like, you can't change a scheme. Um, you can't do anything now. You're, you're stuck with this guy. Well, for, well the, to what, at least the bye week. What you can do is you can bring other, you can take the authority away from him to just say, this is what we're doing. Now you, now you got to do it by committee. It's not, it's not the best way to do it, obviously, because you hired this guy for $1.1 million a year to run this offense. Gave him a three-year deal with an option for two more years. So if years. you've got somebody in that room, in, in on that staff that has called plays before, you have a run game coordinator, do you have a passing game coordinator, or is he both? Because you might need to take some of that load off of I don't him know because if, it's been too much. I don't know if anybody on this staff has called plays other than Dan Enos. I'd, I'd, I'd have to I'd look have to into that. Do some, I do don't some know research, if they but, have. I don't know if they have. I think they've been position coaches and recruiters, and uh, nobody's called plays before. I would be, uh, I think. Um, that could be wrong, but um, that's where things yeah. uh, sit right now. But um, it, it's just it, it's this is typical Arkansas in that you have one side playing their ass off and the other side of the ball is screwing everything up because this defense is again as against Texas A and M, you know they, they leaked oil against LSU, but in the other games they give you an excellent shot to win the game, but the offense can't get out of their own way. I mean. More penalties again. We're seeing this again. Like there, there is a major. There is, there are issues. There are issues, and you've got riders out here who are normally like pro Arkansas riders that are put in print that like you've, they're ripping people over there. It's, it's unbelievable. I've never jump, seen that jumping off the bandwagon. But I, I, I started thinking about this, you know, on Saturday. You know, I got the final scores. I watched the fourth quarter, and it's just like, man, they, this thing, there are so many leaks in this thing that I, I don't know that you can sit in a week, fix them. They've been trying to. They masked some of them against in, in their first two games. We let the BYU game slip away, and you're like, okay. But, man, there are so many things that have to be corrected right now. And it's, look, everybody, I don't care from scholarship one to 85, from the head coach down to the associate special teams coach, everybody's got to be evaluated. Now, throughout the day on this here uh, broadcast outfit, um, you have heard the sanitized and varnished version of the truth, particularly in the morning. Feels a little more down the middle, which I respect. Um, we're going to debunk all of the talking points all coming up here in a moment on Ruskin and Zach because there was a lot of nonsense flying out of that building over there. You know it. They know it, but nobody's talking about it. 
Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, everybody buckle up, all right? Because here we go, okay? Here we go. My man sent me a text. I'm going to do the thing he does. Uh-huh. At 6.52 this <laughs> Yeah, I was morning. in the car. I, was, uh, dry, I dropped the kid off at basketball this morning, and I was on my way back. I, uh, my man sent me a text at 6.52 this morning, just railing against what he was hearing on our morning show on the, uh, on the corporate side. So where's what I want to do? I want to pace yourselves. We got yeah. a long show here. But let's take each talking point one at a time and debunk them. Okay. Okay. So let's, so, let's, let's start well, with number one. It, it starts with, uh, let's not be passive aggressive about this. They're two and four. Things aren't going great. Let's let's just rip the Band-Aid off and have an open discussion about okay. this. They're bad. Well, we're grown, like really bad. We're grownups here. Okay. Right? They're really bad. And there is some dysfunction behind the scenes. Okay. Okay? And that is playing a part into this. And I don't care what anybody tells you. I know there is dysfunction behind the scenes. Okay? Okay? Let's use that as our baseline. Okay. They are struggling on offense. Everybody understands. Let's push the defense away because they're playing well enough to win games. I don't want to hear, again, from anybody that works for that university or is associated with that university about the offensive line because you had a month and a half spring ball. You had your summer OTAs. You had four weeks in uh, in summer camp. Now you've had six weeks of football. Just tell me they can't play. None of these guys can play, okay? Not at the level that you want. You want to go win the AAC? Fine. They can play there. Don't, I, I, I even text, I'm like, I do not want to hear about the reps thing anymore. I am so sick of that excuse. They are stagnant or regressing, every single one of them. Look at their grades. That's it. They can't play at this level. Maybe one day they might be able to. But as we sit here today, but not one of them well, hold on. is if, good enough. If, if I may, may take, please. by the way, you're right. But if I may take the other side just yes, for please. some balance. Sure. If you say maybe one day they will be, then that means with reps they could get there. They need if you want if you want to play at the SEC level today, next year, year after, those guys can't be part of it. They cannot do the job you need them to do. They simply can't. They have proven this over and over and over again. And I don't care how many times you send them out there in whatever configuration you want, you are not going to get the desired response that you want, oh, which is a running game. Or pass protection from that group. Yeah. Sorry. Guys, we got six weeks of data. We're halfway home. Mm-hmm. And yep. the schedule doesn't get any easier. Well, it does. 
Alabama's well, I mean, coming. Not this week, Alabama, but after Alabama. Alabama will kick their ass up and down the field for 60 minutes. You may wind up doing more damage. But after that. Great. But after that, Fabulous. it lights up. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anybody feel real confident that they're going to go beat a Mississippi well, State? nobody feels confident okay. in anything right now because they've lost four right, in a row. So, but the, the data tells you that the, there are teams that are not as good as right. Alabama remaining right. on the schedule. Point is, this is what it is. Okay, it is going to be a weekly grind. You may find catch lightning in a bottle against FIU and run all over them. Great. It's just this is what it is. Your dysfunction at quarterback right now is very obvious. This offense doesn't suit him at all. And he knows it. The staff knows it. And it's manifesting itself on the field. Everybody, you know, Ty Washington had a, had a, a wonderful game on Saturday. Where's he been all year? If he's got a right now, you with for KJ, you got to find guys he's got a connection with. Who who best fits what he does? <sighs> pace yourself, pace yourself. All right, calm yourself. down. All right, all right. The first uh, first point we've addressed is the offensive line with reps. We'll, with time, we'll get better. You just that is not true. Stop and you're right. placating people. They're not good. Okay, they're not. Just say it, and we can be done. This goes back to what I always tell you. Don't give me an excuse that I know is wrong. Don't lie to my face. Just say, we suck. All right. I got nowhere to go with that. Right. I've absolutely you have nowhere, nowhere to go. I've absolutely nowhere to go with them. These are these are <laughs> these are guys who have stars next to their name. They have pedigree. These were guys so, that they expected more from. The coaches misevaluated these guys. They whiffed. And now this is what they got. There are no silver bullets in the transfer portal. The only way, as Steve Spurrier famously said one time, recruit your way out of it. That's the only way this is going to get better. And they have got to put an emphasis on the offensive line and recruiting. And I'm not talking about getting guys that you know feel good stories, three stars. You got to go get your ass some five stars. Well, don't you think though that before? Because listen, um, on the defensive side. They've added pieces through the portal, and those pieces have worked. They've got guys this last year, this year, who are contributors in out of the portal on this defense. So before you go shopping for linemen, don't you need to evaluate first to make sure this doesn't happen again when you go look for offensive linemen again? You I need don't to trust fix- that group to do any evaluations. Okay, but they on the defensive side, they've brought in guys yeah, that have worked yeah, out. Yeah, but on have. the offensive they line, have. you've got to figure out why you got bad information before you go do it again. That's I, the first thing you have to I do. I simply can't imagine that any coach, I know a lot of coaches, I, I can't imagine any coach watching player X go, go. you know what, he's a three-star, but we can turn him into, and, and just thinking to yourself, all right, I can do everything, and then he gets to campus and you go, oh, boy. They, they just don't make that big. There are not those wild swings in evaluation. They just missed from day one right. on a lot of these guys. I, I, I don't know. I, it just, it, it's frustrating to watch. Now, I come at this from a totally, and I'm, I, I come at this from a totally different perspective, which is for years, I, worked, I did organizational management for a Fortune 500 company. My sole job was to go into an office which was dysfunctional and find out why. The first thing you do is you look at the leader. Who's who's your manager? Who's the, the top dog? And you evaluate there. Then you evaluate his immediate subordinates, which, again, we're taking the defensive side out of this. Danny Enos would be his immediate subordinate. You do a full evaluation on him. 
and then you do all of his subordinates, which are your position coaches, then you get to the players. It is rarely, if ever, in a dysfunctional office, the employee's fault. So let's, let's move the players out. It is rarely their fault. I ask you a question. Okay. Tommy Kraft walks in here, tells us to do something. For a month, we, we work on it, we drill it, we drill it, we drill it. Day one comes out, we screw it up. Yeah. Tommy's going to have a talk with us. We screwed up in week two. His talk's going to get a little, a little bit more heated. Right. Week three, boy, he ain't going to be happy at all. Right. By week four, we're probably not going to be doing that job. Right. Fair? Or any job. Yes. Or any job for that. Uh, or any and job. Particularly if we email him and say, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. I'm not doing that job. That's Bingo. neither here nor there. Thank you. There has to be some accountability. If, you're, if the goal is to win games, you, have you hit- can't sit you can't keep sending somebody out there and going, well, he'll learn on the job. You've hit it. You've hit it right there. This whole program, there is no consequence for failure. None. None. There is no consequence. It's an old, the old chuck on the shoulder and, oh, you'll get him next time, kid. Like, there is no discipline at all that we can see. And, you know, here's another thing I was thinking about. You know, because I like to talk about the fact that nobody from the press gets to see practices. You know why they don't let us see practices? I think I figured it out. Because they don't do anything in practice. It's It's a two-hour grab ass. I mean, that's what they're doing. Guys are farting around. Nothing's getting done. You can't let the media see that and report that. I mean, that's what the games tell us. And if you practice uh, all weeks a certain way and the games turn out a certain way, I mean, you can kind of draw the connection there, I think. Right? Right. Now, before one of you people over in the Smith Center send me a text or an email, my football knowledge is limited to the people. I, I see things. I call somebody. I text somebody. Say, hey, is this right? And, and I take their feedback from all of this. So I, my football knowledge is, is limited there. But for almost a decade doing this, I can, re- I can recognize a bad organization. And you got one. Yeah. You got a bad one. Right. Really bad. Yeah. There's no accountability for anything Zero. over there. Anything. And it goes back to an arrogance. It, well, I mean, one of the things that I've observed well, on the lack of accountability is there is an arrogance in the football building that is completely unearned because they have not won a gosh darn thing in years. Years. They haven't won anything. But because they are down the street from basketball and softball and soccer and baseball, they think they're on the same level. They're not. They're not. In terms of accomplishment, in terms of talent, in terms of, uh, of, of muscling to do whatever he wants. You know why? Because he goes to Sweet 16 or Elite 8 every year. Okay? He can get away with stuff. But these guys uh, you, who have clearly not put in any work during spring or training camp, if they're still trying to figure stuff out, there's not a football offense that exists that is this complicated. That it takes six weeks. I'm, I'm, I don't know all of the football offenses, but I'm pretty sure there's not one that exists that can take you a month and then another month and then six weeks to figure out. So it's not. It's 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 either the schemes can't be instructed correctly or no one can do the job that they need to do. You know, it goes back to they either can't or they don't want to. One or the other. That's what it is. And it might be can't because they they can't. The communication is so broken, uh, as you have said. It, I, the accountability issue is something that, again, through organizations, accountability is a very, very big thing. If you fail enough, 
there have to be consequences. Whether you're well-intended or not, there have to be consequences. And if you do keep failing, you don't need to be out there. And I say this because there are talented football players on that field that are wasting away on the defensive side of the ball. They're playing our ass off. And they are handed this offense, which is simply stuck in the mud. Tell you this. I I guarantee you that Sam Pittman's knowledge of what goes on on the offensive side of the ball is probably at 80%. He trusts his coordinators, just like he did with Bryles, just like he did with Odom. Right. Okay, he's playing the CEO role. So he's somewhat insulated from the day-to-day that goes on on both sides of the ball. Now, he's probably popping into a meeting here and there, but he's not sitting in on quarterback meetings. He's not sitting in on running back meetings. Maybe, maybe he needs to. I don't know. I don't know what, the, what the, the fix is there. Sam Pittman has done exactly what he was asked to do the day he was hired. This thing was a train wreck on day one. He has come in. He has stabilized it. Now you've got to ask yourself the really hard question. Is Sam Pittman the guy to get you to go from point A to, to you know, the playoffs or the West or whatever whatever it is that you want to do. No. Sam Pittman is a hell of a hell of a nice guy and a really good offensive line coach. This is year four as a head coach, and there is a learning curve to this. He watched Kirby Smart for a couple of years. I think he understands what it takes. From this point forward, Sam Pittman has got to be the biggest bleep hole on the planet with his coaches, and he has got to draw that line in the sand. Guys, this is the expectation. Either achieve it or you're gone, period. End of statement. End of discussion. Well, I think he's in a tough spot, uh, Sam is, because he hired the wrong offensive coordinator, number one. Uh, he, But, you know, people want to talk about, uh, you know, Pittman and everything. He did hire the defensive coordinator. So, what, he just, like, the, the and here's the thing. Like, you can't go, I don't know if there's anybody in that staff's called to play before, other than Dan Eno. So, you can't. Go and just you know. No, but you can. Get, you can get input. So you're stuck. Okay, you're so, stuck for so, six weeks. So if you're the if you're the wide receivers coach and I'm Dan Enos and you come to me and you say, hey, my guys like X, Y, and Z. If I am if I am a responsible offensive coordinator, I'm putting X, Y, and Z in the game plan. Same thing with the offensive line. Quit asking them to do things they cannot do physically. Stop asking That's them. That's bad coaching. You're setting them up to fail. That's bad coaching. When you are putting the players in positions to fail time and time and time again, you're not a good coach. Period. And that's what I that's my problem with Enos. I don't think he's very good. I don't know if he's not motivated because he got a million bucks. I don't know what the deal is. But he is not good. And he wasn't good the last time he was here, is the other thing. I mean, everybody you know he wasn't exactly uh you know, uh, lighten things up uh, the, the, the first time around. And people thought it would work this time for reasons that are not clear to me, and it's not working. I go back to large and successful organizations in a situation like this. What do they do? They bring in an independent auditor, somebody who has no emotional tie to anything. Mm-hmm. What Arkansas traditionally has done is gone to the same group of people, that same circle, that all write the checks and say, well, guys, what do you want to do? They need to be cut out of this at the moment. They have their place, they have their time, but they have too much influence. Well, they need somebody with a keen eye, somebody who understands how to build a staff to come in and audit that thing and go through guy by guy and go, that guy stays, that guy goes. Yeah. This has gotten to a point where you're either going to have to fish or cut bait with Sam Pittman. I personally, I think he is the exact, the exact thing you want as a CEO head coach, which is a guy that the players can relate to, and 
and a guy that the players like. But that staff underneath him right now, again, offensive side, is not performing to the level that you need it to. Right. So you can't, like, like you know, people are, are automatically triggered thinking of Chad Morris. But, like, Pittman put the defensive coaches in position. They, they and are, the defense is good. They are doing what so they're supposed to. So you, to, you have to balance that with the fact that the offense is a disaster. And, you know, what is the calculus of him staying versus... If you continue down this path, are you back where you were when he got the job? What is the first step in identify in, in, in fixing a problem? You got to identify that you have Stop one. Stop digging. Stop <laughs> telling me, oh, we're just gonna rearrange stuff and we like this. No, you suck. Just say it. They're stuck though. They're they're, they're stuck. stuck because they can't. They're there's stuck. no there's no midseason acquisitions here. They're stuck. But I I mean, but Hunter Yurtek is running the calculus. I'm sure of you know, I want to keep him, but like. If you keep him, it could become what it was when he got here. Ultimately, and right now, it's not. Ultimately, he's responsible for all of it, but he's not the biggest problem they have. Right. No, the buck stops with him. But, no, he's not the biggest problem. No. No. I would um, I would fire Dan Enos walking off the field against the Missouri, in the Missouri game. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Give him the Brett Bielema. And God Almighty, if they had gone for that fourth and one on the 16, you could have left all their asses in Oxford for all I care. None of them can come back after that. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more the Claudia Daniel hotline open 866-285-4005 is the uh, phone number to reach us here on the uh, program. Texas call us, listen quietly, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're happy to, uh, to do that. All right. Uh, well, the uh, Razorback football team lost again. Um, there is a major dysfunction still on the offensive side of the ball. They ran it for, what was it, 35, 36 yards, as if it matters. 36 yards. We want to be right about Mm -hmm. it. 
and uh, 10 penalties. Once again, that was a problem again. A week after they had zero, they had 10. And, uh, yeah, that's where things are right now. And it was pretty well laid out in the in the uh, 2 o'clock hour. And if you want to hear all that, you can check out the uh, podcast later, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing on hitthatline.com or wherever the uh, podcasts are found. Now, we've got our normal uh, tomfoolery to go through here. Uh, DQ is going to uh, give us check marks coming up at the uh, bottom of this hour. That's radio for like 435 if you want to uh, know what time it is. Set so, your alarm. That's right. Four, set it for 430. Get here early. That's right. Yeah, get here early. Yes. Don't leave early. That's a five-yard penalty. We've a, we, I think we've discussed some heavy subjects. I think we deserve some time off. Right. I mean, we're gonna get. So we're gonna break this curse one way or another. It's either Ty's not going, or we'll break the candle. Ty is also one and seven in these behind enemy lines right. things, um, which is also just his uh, his uh, way to get work to pay for him to go meet it's girls. His personal Tinder is That's what right. it is. Right. Yes, yeah. it's a Tinder trip. Right. And he never succeeds. He right. he is zero and eight. They are one and seven. Yeah. They did get a win. Saying, yeah, you know, yeah. Bill Belichick's considering shaking it up and benching Mac Jones. Let's bench Mac Jones and uh, send Bailey Zappi in there. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, we got a couple of people on the phone here who are really upset with the way things are going. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, Joe and Avoca first on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Hi, Joe. Hey guys, I was wondering if we could get a uh, Mick Jagger and a uh, Keith Richards to sing Sammy. Oh, can we get him to sing it? Ha! Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's in the budget, Joe. I don't know. They might like it. You know, like a oh, you know, it's a takeoff on Angie, ain't it? Oh, it is. Sammy. Yeah. Oh, Sammy. He's a pit. Well, I don't know. Anos, he just struck again. <laughs> You know, he had just come back to haunt you. He's like a bad penny. You just can't get rid of him. Somebody told me when he first got hired that I'd never root for the Razorbacks again if they rehired Donnie Enos. I believe it was this show or another show. But anyway, I'm just saying. But uh, what we got to do, we got to clean house. Guys. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah. Got to keep rid of the wall. Okay. Dang, walnuts are falling like... <clears throat> I get, can't get under the walnut tree. They're just falling like squirrels. Be happy. But anyway, <laughs> I don't like Anos. Okay. If he's back here for another game, whatever, after Alabama gets done thumping them or whatever, then we got to go through all this again and then the next week, then they lose to whatever. I don't care. Let's cut bait and get rid of him. No good. You know, here's the here's the thing about this. Uh, thank you, Joe, for the uh, for the phone call. You know, the saying is they remember in November. If they win a couple games in November, nobody's going to remember this six game start, are they? No, I'm. They're not going to remember it. You. There's still something out there to salvage. You can still get to a bowl game. You can still do all of the things you set out to do. But the way it's trending, those things have to start against Alabama. That's not great. That's not a great place to start. You cannot lose. Um, you cannot lose two or three of the M games 
They've already lost one. You got to go four and two down the stretch they, to be bowl eligible. The Mississippi State game is the biggest game around here in a long, long time. They got to win that game. They got to win that game. They're not winning Saturday in Tuscaloosa. They have to go four and two in their last six just to be bowl eligible. Right. And the Mississippi State game, if they lose this weekend, the Mississippi State game will be played in front of 35,000 people. They'll announce 78. Okay. But if they if they beat Mississippi State and they go into the bye week with some confidence finally, mm-hmm. like, they're still, like, Auburn's not great. Missouri's not great. They're going to beat FIU. And if they don't, then everybody should be fired, including uh, they should just put a, you know, put a for rent sign in front of the uh, for sale sign okay. or whatever. So they got to go call two, Nick Lindbergh, go call Tara Lindbergh. They, they <laughs> got to go, go to Florida. They don't play well on the road. They don't. I, I, you know, but, you know, that's that is the next, you know, other than the Mississippi State game, the next chance for bitter disappointment is the Florida game because. Florida's not good either, but they could go down there and lose by seven again yeah, or could. ten. Like it, 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 that's exactly what could happen here. And here's the thing about FIU is they never take those games seriously. They never take the non-con games all that seriously in this regime. So that's they should win. Let me but ask, they let don't. Me ask, they don't. They they take them off. Let me ask you this: you, you you mentioned Auburn, you mentioned Florida, you mentioned Missouri. You trust Eli Drinkwitz with Missouri? They're well, going in the right direction. You feel like you know that that they're they're progressing. Yeah. Do you, do you trust but, Napier? Do no, you do you trust no. Freeze? Freeze came in here with a significantly less talented team last year. Handled them. They did. Yes, but they, they at least had a quarterback. They Auburn didn't have a quarterback this year. Taylor Thorne's okay. I mean, that's, he's, that's he's the, okay. The last year's guy was a lot better than oh, sure, okay. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So they they Taylor don't go Thorne's anywhere. Okay. They don't go anywhere. Um. But um, you know, I don't know. It, it's there is um, has Arkansas ever won in the swamp? No, they haven't. Lurch. They Here, have here's another um, not, but, you know, ray of sunshine for the uh, for the sunshine folks. Looking at 11 a.m. games the rest of the way means no, I love an 11. No middle game. of the night post game shows, which around here is a huge deal. <laughs> yeah, woo! Let's go four and eight. I'll do I'll do a hundred <laughs> hours as long as I'm yeah. in the middle of the night. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What does this say here? Um, um, where is this at? I lost the text here. Uh, okay. Let's uh, talk to uh, Big Mike. He oh. is uh, not a Dan Enos fan either. Uh, Big Mike, what's going on? Uh, I, I got over being mad about it. I'm, we're just stuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. He, he's, got, he's got to learn. He has the offensive line he has. There's no time to run a read play. You got to run a dive, and it better be quick because they're not going to stay engaged with them guys very long. Let's see what else was there. Yeah. My Dolphins. Oh, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm watching that game, and because he's basically playing on a super team, I guess Tua decides he can be uh, careless with the ball now. But I mean, they won the game, but. You have two of the best wide receivers in the game. You have two of the best running backs in the game. And other guys sprinkled among them are pretty good. So, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. But I was sitting there going, what in the hell are you doing throwing that? (laughs) 
I heard, I heard that A-Chan's hurt. I don't like that for Miami. A-Chan's, uh, they didn't say a lot about it today, but he's uh, he's hurt. I don't like that. that I don't like it either. They still got Mostert. They do. They do. Mostert, I mean, it, Mostert's really good. You know, I mean, everybody's, well, San Francisco's a super team too, but I mean, but they got a better defense. Wouldn't that be a Super Bowl? Miami and San Francisco? That would do. That would do. That would be okay. Big Mike, yeah. what, what's news? Mike, I, enough of the sports stuff. What's news in the science world? They found a giant thing out there. It's a big empty spot, basically. Big. And inside it are frozen baryonic waves, which are kind of like sound waves. Frozen. Been oh. there a long time. And... There's nothing there except one galaxy right in the middle of this. And like for hundreds of millions of light years, there's nothing. And then there's the other galaxies kind of uh, rotating around it. Oh. And uh, it's it, 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 they didn't say it, but I'm sitting there going, is that where the Big Bang happened and we found it? Because I was always told you'd never find that. Oh, oh. Just but kid. they didn't I, say that. That was my that was my interpretation. Okay, All right. I, I went Things to I, did. I went to Harding. They didn't. They, the Big Bang didn't happen according to uh, Harding. I mean, that's not what. That's not how it went down. Well, I don't know. That there's there's scientists who doubt it happened too. It ain't just people at Harding. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Mike, which which galaxy would be considered the SEC? I mean, like the big, the biggest, baddest galaxy on the planet in in the universe. Okay. I don't. I guess it'd be ours. Okay, Milky Way. It's just because we're a here. Really big galaxy, man. But there's bigger ones, but I can't name them. I can only name the Milky Way. Is that the they galaxy we're in? Because somebody right now doesn't know what galaxy we're in. You know, the Milky Way is what we're in, but the other ones they give names like NGC four seven five. Yeah, know. see, it's, they it's, got a marketing it's problem. It's totally, name. it's totally disrespectful. You yeah. got to respect your opponent when galaxies right. collide. Name the other galaxy yeah. Snickers. And then right, we, exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, Twix. Three Musketeers. That's right. And then you got, like, those little galaxies. They can be Reese's Pieces That's and Skittles. Right. <laughs> right, now that is a cooler marketing idea. They you can't use Mars. Stuff. We're already using you Mars. You can't use Mars. That's yeah. what that was already done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, Mike. We're only 180, Mike. only 180 million light years from that where that happened at. Only. So it'd be hard for... Well, Mike, yeah, Mike well, we've got, I've got some to... information for you here. Ryan in Huntsville is texting. He said the giant empty thing is Dan Enos' offense. <laughs> well, I told you I'm, a, I, I'm done. I'm he's done over with it. That. I mean, he's Big Mike's done. over it. He if said he, his piece. <laughs> if, he's, if he can't realize he has the line he has, and they're not going to stay engaged with those guys for very long, he doesn't know how to run a quick hitters, then, uh, then there's no fixing him. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Okay, thank See you, it. Big Mike. Big Mike, everybody, on the McClarty Daniel go. Hotline. Some galaxies yeah. with your football. Okay, all right. Uh, here's a text from somebody uh, that I swear I'm not related to. Uh, I know you guys don't do high school football, but Ruskin did a great job on the call Friday night at a wild Bentonville West game. Yeah, we only had 33 points in the fourth quarter. And, Is that it? And uh, three lead changes, I think. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Oh, I, by the way, yeah. and I know this well, it was happening as we were speaking, but you know, in my game Friday night, I saw two, not one, but two quarterback sneaks against the gap defense work. Yeah, look at that. One was a touchdown, one was a conversion on fourth and one. Look at that. Yeah. 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 Took some shots at Enos for that. Yeah. Look, it I, works. 
I saw a 21 play scoring drive. That's also <laughs> took 46 uh, that's off also the clock. <laughs> We're getting a lot of Galaxy information. Uh, Andromeda is the next closest Galaxy, so that would be like the Big 12. That's got a catchy name, Andromeda. Yeah, like that. That's like a good that. one. It's got a that's good like beat. That's like a super villain. That's like a Bond villain. Rolls off the tongue. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like that, and I need to apologize uh, on on the uh, on for something here because okay. uh, I didn't know that I had to turn in like when someone had a stud performance in my game for this uh, Shamrock Player of the Week. So it is my bad, Harris Vincent, that you are not a uh, a final a nominee for our Player of the Week because Again. I didn't know I had to turn it in. Well, it's my fault. Okay. That that is a gross mischaracterization of the conversation. The conversation was. <laughs> I'm working with limited information. Right. And I am I am having to choose three people from around the state. If I don't have their information, there's not That's much I right. can do. That's right. I so, will uh, if we have another performance one, like that, let me I will know. but the guy <laughs> the, the guy caught the game winner. I'm watching through the binoculars and I just I, as soon as the ball goes in the air, I go find the receiver, right? So I can see him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I hope the ball comes down in his hand. And sure enough it did. It was uh, it was phenomenal, but anyway, uh, we do have our uh, Shamrock Roofing and Construction High School Players of the Week. ESPN Arkansas and Shamrock Roofing and Construction are recognizing the most outstanding high school student athletes. Congratulations to Jackson Daly from Alma. He was voted Shamrock Roofing Player of the Week last week for his record-breaking game against Farmington. Here are this week's nominees: Maddox Terry, Charleston sophomore receiver, who had seven catches and two touchdowns, and the game winner. In the Tigers' 14-7 win over Mansfield. He caught all the touchdowns Charleston had. All the points. Drew Shelton, Mountain View senior quarterback. Three rushing touchdowns for the Yellow Jackets' 28-0 win over Corning. And Bryce Perkins, Van Buren QB, who was 19-33 of for 334 yards and three touchdowns. The Pointers beat Russellville 28-27. A barn burner. Go to hitthatline.com each week and vote for your favorite athlete, the high school player of the week. He's brought to you by Shamrock Roofing and Construction. No one can install a better roof at a better price and with a better warranty than Shamrock. Shamrockroofer.com. Find the nominees on hitthatline.com. But honorable mention for Harris Vinson. I will, uh, if this happens again, I will uh, do a better job of uh, letting the people in charge know that, hey, uh, I have a nominee perhaps for, uh, for the Don't award. Don't tell me. Tell her. Okay. Tell she's ultimate, in charge. She's ultimately it is my in charge. Thing, yeah. I am simply providing her some information. I that more, just helps me out a lot. <laughs> I would be more than happy to give that, to hand that over to you, but if you want me to do it, this is what you get. Also, uh, in the game, I learned this today, uh, Jackson Brust played every snap of that game for Bentonville West, offense and defense. That's pretty good. All of them. Pretty good. All of them. And Harris Vincent also had six tackles in that game, in addition to uh, catching the game when he touched Okay. Uh, here's a text. Randy, what about Rosebud? <laughs> <laughs> do they talk eight-man on that show? I, man. Do they? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. I would. Th- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I haven't been able to listen since, uh, you know, eight man football has become a thing. You're uh, you're too young. Yeah. yeah that's, for that show. Uh, yeah, I am too young for that show. That's right. Good lord. All right. Okay. It is uh, 18 minutes after the hour here on Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. Um, <laughs> Lance in Bentonville. Big Mike sounds like Big Bill from the other night. Yes, uh, we ran into a uh, call screening issue where uh, Big Mike was able to successfully throw his voice and get like five phone calls on the air on Saturday night. He was irritated. (laughs) 
was really? Yes. Oh my gosh. BQ, we needed your discernment oh at the time, gosh. but it wasn't available. So <laughs> we also, well, we apparently also had an incident where all the mics got shut off. That was another technical thing here. We did have someone drop an f bomb on the post game. Oh my gosh. But uh, but it what? was 12:05 in the morning, so no, who no, cares, you're right? Clear. You're clear. Who cares? Right, I can drop them at that point. Yes. Crying out loud, yeah. right? Yep, yep, okay. yep. You're clear after that. Yeah, but it was, uh, you know what? It was good. And then uh, Ty left two segments early to go chase girls, and I'm like, don't worry about. It. Now I let him go, so I can't. It's on you. I, I'm on. It's, it's on you. You know, he did one thing, but I mean, I let it happen. It's so time to I, rein that in. Kind of like, uh, wait a minute. Are you saying it's like Pittman needs to go coach the offensive line? Like right. someone needs to break. Yeah, somebody okay. needs to like sit down with him and go. You are too old to do this. Yeah. Uh, they do eight-man later in the show. Not uh, right now. I see. Very good. All right. Excellent. Okay. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. Uh, well, we've hit 5 o'clock on a Monday. It's time to uh, figure this whole thing out with Clay Henry here on Ruskin and Zach. Hi, Clay. Hello. How are y'all? We're doing good. It's Monday. You know, we're avoiding- I've listened to y'all. Y'all have already figured it out. I, did, I didn't really think there was anything I could add to what y'all have already done. Okay. Thank you, Clay. Yeah, well, Clay, it was great talking to you. Um <laughs> How's your but weekend? Y'all have, you doing y'all fun? Really been y'all have, the analysis has been spot on. Okay. Actually, I, I haven't listened to a word. I was going to say oh, I, I, he was paying us a compliment. I didn't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. But it's okay. I'm sure you're. Would analysis you like us to recap it? I mean, we can go line and verse, or would you rather talk about ducks? <laughs> I mean, it, it is getting to be hunting season. And, I mean, the. The archers have been in the woods. The bow hunters—they've been taking some bucks. You know, it's—is uh, that any fun? I, I would think the, that just <clears throat> seems like a lot of work. I think it's just something to kind of bide your time ah, until the okay. gun season Got starts. Um, and like, I think it's—it's it's like Canadian football. It's fine, it's fine but I'd rather watch the NFL. The real thing is coming. That's right. right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. What is muzzle I mean, loading it is, season? I, Muzzle loading. Yeah, DQ. What was what's that stuff called? We're, we were trying to figure this out last. Black year. powder. Okay. Yeah. What's that? Well, that's a gun that you you know, kind of old fashioned. You know, you you, 
you uh, pack the powder down, you know, with a with a steel rod, and then you put a ball down, and then I guess there's sabots. There's uh, balls that have have plastic shells to them, and that's what I did for elk hunting. Although I never fired it because uh, we didn't see an elk, I and mean, there's no use firing it if you don't see one. But I've I've shot a muzzleloader in preparation for the hunting season the last two years. I just hadn't got to use it, you know, on an elk. Is is like hunting season like like I treated golf? It was just an excuse to get away from my wife and my kids. <laughs> oh, I think it's a. It, I think it's also a you know an excuse to drink. Okay, that's fair. Oh, okay. well, see All now right. see, now, now you're speaking his language. Yeah, now we're getting somewhere. Okay, right. I, we've been I've been waiting, uh, Clay, to ask you. Mattingly that, asked me. He says you're just going you're just going to duck camp to drink whiskey, aren't you? No, 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 no. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just out of curiosity between you and me. There's nobody listening. What's the most expensive bottle of whiskey ever downed? Ooh. Hmm. I. Uh, you mean like dollar amount? Dollar amount. Probably in the 80s. Okay. I had an experience uh, over the weekend where um, it was in the. It started with a six, and uh, and it zero. It was hundreds. Six hundred. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't ever done any of that. There is now, a, I have been. I, what, I, I have. I, I'm sure I've have had some. Okay, but, but you I can tell the difference, right? Buy I mean, you're not yeah. taking six hundred dollar bottle well, to a duck camp. Now, according to Big Mike, it's all the same. It's not bottom shelf, it's top not, shelf doesn't it matter. Is, it, I, oh, that, no, I and that's the reason that I tried it. Yeah, was, there's a there's a huge difference. Yeah, I, I no, I agree with yeah. you, but that's what now, he said. I've got um, a buddy out in Colorado in. He's in the oil business, oil and gas, you know, travels the, the whole world. I mean, you know, like he's, you know, he spends, you know, weeks gone. And he's he's got an extensive collection. And there is some high dollar stuff like what you're talking about. You know, the and he's made me watch that movie, you know, the, the stealing of the Pappy 15 or whatever. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they, they, they broke in and they stole a bunch of very rare they, whiskey. And, it was an inside job. Yep. Yes, it was. And that is fascinating to me. And I, I have had taste of that. And there there's a definite difference. Oh. But I think that that you can get into the, you know, the hundreds. I'm talking about 150. And you can't tell that that's, you know, or that. $800 stuff is better than the $100 stuff. Mike, I I don't Mike think says that tell. when you mix it, it doesn't matter. But that's the point. <laughs> no, drink, no, I don't think you would six, ever mix that kind of stuff. I'm not mixing yeah. $600 whiskey with a, with a tab. I'm with not, turpentine. Or a fresco. <laughs> with or a fresco. I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Clay, Clay, I've wanted to ask you this very... Uh, the way I like it is I want a big, huge, round cube. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just one cube. Yes, one cube. That is cool. In a sipping glass. That is cool. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's that the is, way I like it. That is cool. I don't do that much. I'm not a just when you go hunt. connoisseur. Uh, and, I mean, my, my Colorado guy, he wants to sit on his deck, you know, and look at, you know, Long's Peak, you know, west of Loveland, Loveland and and then have Cubans, you know, like, you know, he, that's that's his deal. And I don't, I'm really, kind of, all that stuff's kind of lost on me. Mm. You know, it's like. I can, you know, I can have, you know, banquet beer and just be happy. You know, I mean, that's, that's well, okay. yeah, you drink enough of it. Yeah, of course. Everybody yeah. be happy. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I don't drink a lot of You nothing. should really try it from your uh, bedroom floor. I've tried it recently, <laughs> and, and quite <laughs> honestly, it was one of the better nights I've had. Yeah. I'm, if I'm going to do something, I'm probably more of a wine and cheese guy. 
Okay. Yeah, I would have no, never no. pegged you as a wine and cheese guy. Well, he brought us yeah. bottles of wine one time. Yeah, Remember I, that? By the way, Clay, that bottle it was you, good stuff. That right? bottle you brought me was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was. I pretty, had it with a good. steak. Yeah. Oh, it was terrific. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna I like a nice cab, and it doesn't have to be cork. It can be a screw top, like a like a quilt cabernet is really good. Now, have you ever? It's, uh, it's have you not ever had, cheap. You ever had one of those cabs where you put a paper bag around it and just walk around? I can't imagine you walking. I can't imagine you walking through the press box with your dad's name on it, with with a bag around a bottle, just going, "Hey, boys, whoop pig." Yeah. Hey, uh, I will tell you that. Can I? I mean, I'm going to tell a story. Okay. So I was I was the sports editor of the Conway paper, and I was assigned. I had to UCA had a quarter mile relay team that was going to win the national championship. And the meet is in Arkadelphia at Henderson state. And me and my two roommates left to go cover it. And we're in, we're in my car and I called, uh, uh, stopped at Morgan. There's no cell phones. This is like 76. And we had lost my mom about then. And my dad was, you know, we were, you know, we were kind of checking up on him and he says, Hey, just pull by the Arkansas Gazette and pick me up. So we did, and we ended up getting, instead of taking my car, we took his Electra, no, Limited 225, Deuce and a Quarter, the big old Buick. Do you remember those? Yeah. That's maybe before your time. I mean, they're Buicks, and they're like a block long. And so we're going to the NAIA track meet, and he goes, we hit Saline County. He goes, pull in right here. And he and, and one of my roommates, they went in and got two bottles of wine. And they sit in the back seat and drank that wine on the way to Arkadelphia. I do not think my dad knew who won that race. <laughs> we, it was, and he, it was, now you just got to remember, that was a tough time for him. And my mom had had a stroke and he enjoyed hanging out with college boys, basically. And, uh, um, but I never saw my dad drink. I mean, I just, I never did. And I, I, I think he did some, but they had a bottle of German white wine, leave from milk, and drank it in the back seat of that, that Buick on the way to Arkadelphia. Um, yeah, I think we listened to Johnny Cash on the eight track player. Oh, yeah. Just rolled down, just rolled down, uh, I guess well, that's I 30, right? Yes, that's right. And UCA did win the quarter mile relay. Okay. National champions. So, so Clay, this this actually this um, this will um, seamlessly transition into the thing that I wanted to ask. You didn't you. think you'd hear that story, did you? <laughs> I did not think I'd hear that story, but it works because Ty goes on all these trips and drinks, and Ty on these little bet behind enemy lines mm-hmm. um, adventures. Clay is now one in seven. So should the, the you mean that's the Razorback record? That's yeah. the Razorback record when now, he no, goes no, to road his, games. His personal record is 0 and 8. Do is. you think does he even go sit in the press box? No. No, for a minute, I think. And you then know, I heard him do like y'all's show or Phil's show and he's playing golf. Yeah. Yeah. When he did the show. Yeah, that was uh, I mean, that, that's it's not really work. And Tommy's paying for this? Yeah. He is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I do. We need to counsel Tommy now. Now, Clay, he does that classic radio guy move, which is go to the press box, eat the free food, get and the then free leave. swag, and then leave. And he—that's what go, he Look, does. I was here. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Yeah. Now, I so, never did that. I would stay up there for the game. At least and, a halftime. Yeah, well, exactly. Because then, then then, the cookies come out at halftime. You had to get a cookie <laughs> Ryan at Prairie Grove, uh, he's texting on the McClarty Daniel hotline. He says no one, and I do mean no one, had Orville Henry smashing a fifth of wine in the back of the Buick yeah. on on their bingo card. I can assure no, you of that did. since I print I print the cards. Mike, yeah. Mike, here's my here's our thought: is Ty is one and seven. It's time to pull Mac Jones, and uh, we're we want like, we are offering to send Christian down there just to see what happens. Change it up a little bit. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah, like it's uh like he's hurting the program. Like yep. people don't understand. Like it's not being negative. He's well, and, hurting the program. And he's and here's what I've noticed. His analysis, like in the pregame and on Friday afternoon, there's nothing to it. I mean, there's nothing that he gained by being there. Right. Yep. I mean, he. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not like Phil is going to actually. Phil actually talks football and in, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Ty's just like, well, I'm here, guys. I'm here. <laughs> well, he's he's getting crimped and and ready. He's getting dressed to go out for his uh, his evening cavalcade. Right. I mean, his his pregame decision is, ball cap. Or parrot hat, right, right. Uh, I've told. That's I mean, the other is it ball cap? And it, and it's okay. Am I wearing it frontwards tonight, or am I wearing it backwards? What do you think about shaving his head? I think it's a waste of a good shaver. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, we're visiting with Clay Henry here. Your drive home is powered by Mister Sparky, here on Ruskin and Zach. Um. I don't remember many times, Clay, where the uh, Razorbacks have uh, amassed, if you want to call it that, 36 rushing yards in a football game against non-peak like Alabama. Like, that was common, you know, when Saban had those menacing defenses of the teens. But Ole Miss is not that. And they What's have, crazy is they were ahead in the fourth quarter. They were, yep. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, man, this defense – they're in this four-man front. They've stopped. They stopped Ole Miss's run for yeah. most of. They got a couple of cutbacks, and then the game changed, and they couldn't. They just weren't going to score again. Um, but it's this is what's really fascinating to me is Sam is two and two against Kiffin, and I mean it's and I still haven't seen Kiffin win a big game, but. Everybody is just, that's the guy we should have hired. I mean, this is my take. So, and and this was talked about in my house, the people that were at my game, well, should Hunter have, you know, bid again? You know, it's like what? You know, he made a bid, Kevin said yes, and then Sexton calls is like, no, it's another bid from Ole Miss. If you, if... If you want to go somewhere, you'll go. You don't let it be a bid and war. He's going to go where he wants to go eventually. He would, it would have been a bid, and then it would have been another bid, and he still would have gone to Ole Miss because he's going to go where he wants to go. It doesn't matter. You're going to, when somebody's paying you five million or six million, you're just going to go where you want to go. You know, it's that's interesting. You know, when you when you, all right, let's think about it in this way. So. You got two guys that are asking out the same girl, okay. and one of them says, "I'm taking, I'm taking you to Dose." Another one calls and asks her out and says, "Well, I'm taking you to Pestos," and she's thinking, "Well, Dose is better. I'm going to Dose." 
No, she's just going to go where she wants to go with the guy she wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's not it's not okay this restaurant's better than that restaurant I'm going to the one with the best restaurant no you're just gonna go where you want to go he was gonna go there no matter what yeah I, I that's I, my th- that's my theory well I haven't I mean we've we've done this uh, all day here now and nobody has brought up the fact that uh, so this is fascinating to me because I've never even thought of the fact that that game determined that some people are like well we should have hired Kiffin like that never even crossed my mind to be honest with you Oh, I think there's still people saying that. Yeah. You know, I mean, whether the, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not nothing's you can't rewrite it. Yeah. Um, but Kiffin is a guy. He's been at USC, Tennessee, Florida Atlantic, the Oakland Raiders, and has he won a big game yet? No, no. So this this uh. It's fascinating to me, and and he he may get another plum job. He may, you know, there there may be, you know, Texas fires Sarkeesian, you know, and because he, you know, he could go in the tank or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't think so, but or Jimbo, he may get another big time job. But I mean, I don't understand it. Yeah. There, there's a lot to sell around him. He sells he's you know, he sells the sizzle, but there's very well, little he's a like play caller. Said, but but he doesn't win anything. Yeah. Yeah. He never the, wins but a the, game. The irony is that his defense won this game. Yeah. 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 That was a that was an old fashioned and I actually enjoyed watching the defenses play because there there was and I thought Travis Williams had a masterful game plan. Um and I don't know. I don't know what you do with this offensive line. I really don't. And I, I've heard people say we didn't really plan to get into analysis, but we're going to do it, right? Yeah, uh, we're here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it. And I know y'all said, "Hey, we're going to talk about hunting and fishing." I mean, he's like, "No, we're going to do some football." And I've heard said, "Well, they just need to throw it more." I mean, you throw it more, you'll get your quarterback killed because right. they're not. They're they're just coming. Yeah, and you know, not being able to pass block is is a recipe for disaster. So what they've got to do, and Sam said it, and everybody's like, "No," is they got to figure out how to run the ball. If you don't, KJ can't. He doesn't have it. You know, um, they've hit him so many times this year, and and if you know your left tackle, if he's not going to protect. And your quarterback's getting hit in the back. It is. It is not good. And I watch it on Sunday. It's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know the the thing. You know, as you can imagine, we're hearing all kinds of things. People are complaining about. But I. Well, uh, it's it's okay to complain. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to fix anything. But I, but I, but I have yeah. to remind people: the same coach that hired Dan Enos hired Travis Williams. So you you got to give him yeah. some high marks for that. I think. No, I mean it's it's. Um, they got to get tackles, and I, you know, it's offensive tackles, defensive tackles. They they got the defensive tackles in the portal. They got their defensive line was what kept you in the game, and you know they had some portal guys at linebacker. Um, you know, it's they thought they were going to be all right at tackle. Kudus and Manuel, they were really high on those guys. Uh, 
they're just too young and they don't have enough bulk. And it's that's a bad combination at tackle. Yeah, and, and the the uh, the opponents also have something to do with that. I, I mean, Texas. Well, saying, everybody's got players in the yep, portal. It's yeah. not like you you were the only one that went and got some. Um, but they're they're competitive, but they're losing, and they're losing consistently. And that's it's there's, you know, I've, I think I've said this every week. In the SEC, you're a two game losing streak away from you know people being upset, and they they're further down than two. They're at four. Yeah. We're visiting with Clay Henry here. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. Yeah. So I watched Oklahoma and Texas. Yes. That's, that is, if, if the Razorbacks aren't playing, that's my favorite game of the year. And I've, when I was in Tulsa, I covered it 14 straight years. And it was interesting because I usually covered Arkansas and Texas the next week. Because we just rotated, we didn't ever have beats. You just co- I covered the best game of the week, which is was a dream job for 14 years. You know, I saw Oklahoma, Texas. I saw Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I saw Oklahoma, Nebraska, Arkansas, Texas. You name it. That those guys. I saw Arkansas, Texas. I mean, it, my schedule was just it was it was cool. The but what I watched Oklahoma, Texas, and what I heard the announcers say in pregame. They're both loaded with experienced offensive linemen, three-year, four-year guys. Well, that's why they look good, and that's why they, they held up and were able to move the ball somewhat against in, in that setting. You've got to get depth and experience in the offensive line. It is painful to watch that take place because there is, that is the one position that you can't put a young player Inexperienced play, it just doesn't work. Unless they, and unless it's, they are extremely special, a it's a rare. Star. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a rare there's, talent. Yep. There's there's been there's been one. Ricky Stromberg did it. I mean, just a few years ago, they threw Ricky, and he was like 265 uh, pounds. He he was, but he played. He, they put him at right guard, mm-hmm. which is the simplest place to play. Right, they didn't right. put him at center. They didn't put him at right tackle. So the only one that I ever remember that you did it now. I remember when they put, they they were so desperate in the offensive line, they put walk on Ty Clary and started him in his first game. Mm-hmm. That is that's not fair to Ty. It's not fair to to any young player. Patrick Kudis, I, you know, it's all right. They tried him at tackle and they tried him at center, and that that was too fast for him. He's he's gonna be a good player, but I've watched, you know, young players as redshirt freshmen. In the offensive line, there is one guy and one guy only that played as a true freshman and he impacted the game, and it was Sean Andrews. That's the only one I remember. Yep. Yep. And, and yeah. the rest of them, if they played as a first-year player, they struggled in the SEC or the Southwest Conference. Yeah. And um, but and then when you get them all ready, you can run any kind of plays you want to run. Yeah. So, so then the natural question, and we just got this on the McClarty Daniel hotline, and we've been talking about this for for a yeah. while too, is like, how does when you have who was uh, who was a, a great offensive line coach? How did how did how do you okay. get to this? This point? is my answer. This is my this is the only answer I got. So we're we're in the NIL, mm-hmm. and I keep hearing, okay, the quarterback and the running back are the ones making nine hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand, and I'm not talking about just Arkansas. I'm talking about anywhere. 
So you better go spend 750000 for a right tackle. I see. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's that's what it's come down to. Yep. Yep. Because you're not going to spend 30000 and get one. Yeah. But, I mean, it, is there that kind of money around for an offensive lineman? But th- to me, they're worth it. They are. I guarantee you, Sean Andrews would have been worth it. Oh, yeah. And you need two of them. Yeah, I mean, you need a yeah, right but, and a but, left. But, uh, but, yeah, but it's, let's get one first. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, yeah, let's start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, also, but I don't, but I, I mean, is that where it's come down to? And I mean, I, I don't know. And then, you know, I've heard in Houston, not last week was it the, you know, the Northwest Arkansas version of the Touchdown Club, which is the Hogs Illustrated Sports Club. And he said, that um, Rhett Lashley at SMU has decided to break his NIL down. Everybody gets thirty-five thousand. Well, I'm not sure that'll do it. No. But he, but it, but it keeps the locker room together. Well, okay. I don't really care if I block for KJ, and I'm not saying anybody would do that. I mean, he's making that. Is that ever in the back of your mind? I don't know. But it's that's where our game is. And it's, it is really hard, I think, for the coaches. They will never say it's hard. That's you know they they can't say that. But I did, I mean, you know, it's th- that is always going to be a situation where you have a staff or any operation, and one guy makes a lot more than the other guys. Or what do they think? Do they want to toe the line for the guy that makes all the money? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's difficult yeah. to coach. That, that makes in this a lot game. of that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, but uh, again, I'm not inside, and I don't know. I just think that if you look around college football, the coaches have got a difficult job, and I don't care if it's Lane Kiffin or it's Jimbo, and and I I'll, I would almost bet that the disaster that they had last year at Texas A&M when they just, I mean, they had guys jumping off the ship right and left that everybody's looking around and is like, man, he's making a lot more than I am. You know, it's like the Aggies got to come up with more money for me. And, but it's uh, better get you some tackles and I don't know how you do it. Okay. Yep. We've got uh, Clay Henry with that's us here for the, that's the that's now. Can we go back to talking about Pappy Fifteen? Yeah, well, we're gonna do some. Absolutely, uh, we're gonna do some poll yes. questions. And oh, we, okay. I got, I got some good yes. ones. This coming concludes up. the I football didn't wanna, analysis. I didn't want to neglect the football analysis. Well, I, the suit yeah. said I we have to talk sports for at least ten minutes. We have fulfilled our obligation. Yes, we now have. we can go back to goofing around. Right. We'll get back to the fun. Hey, we stuff don't now. care what the suits. They, the suits. Do, we're, well, we're they, running. These are we're, the, we are running the asylum. <laughs> These are the same suits that send Ty on these road trips, That's and the program true. is one in oh, seven man. when he goes. I That's mean, also they're hurting Where's the program. Logic? Yeah. Where is the logic? Hurting the program. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.